It's the mom cast. Really, mom? Mommy. Mom. You are listening. Mom cast. The mom cast. Welcome to mom cast. It's Stacy. Also this week, a little help from our mom from multiples. Uh, mom, Angela, part of our mom squad. And of course, our producer dad, Greg. We try to give you as much information as we can, moms. There's dental. When I say dental or orthodontics, sometimes uh, as a parent, we we get a little nervous. Um, And as you know, I have a daughter who has braces. And in the last, what, two, two and a half months now, I have been doing Invisalign. So I, you know, when I find things that are really, really good and are going to make your life better um, and take a lot of stress out of your life, I like to share them. So I'm pretty excited that we have Dr. James T. Hutta with us. Um, Dr. Hutta, thank you for being here. No, thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here because the name Hutta has been a big deal at our house for a while now. Started with braces with my daughter, Olivia, and, and your brother, which... I think is a story in and of itself. The fact that um, you, Dr. James T. Hutta and Larry Hutta, your brothers, yes. you both went into the, the same profession. Absolutely. And your name is really well known here in central Ohio. I mean, literally, when I say thousands, that's that's a true statement because I see people all the time. There are people in our office, as I have been talking about my daughter's journey and mine. Oh, yeah. Went to Dr. Hutta. Adults now. Um, having kids that are starting to get to that right. age. So you guys have been doing this for a long time. Yes, myself, 27 years. Wow. My brother, 32 years. My goodness. And and I know you recently, in the last couple of years, finally opened an office together. Yes, we did. In, in Westerville. Westerville. Correct, yes. So that's kind of nice. But you guys, I mean, both very busy, thriving practices in your own right and and doing something that i think is really cool um you're responsible for a lot of smiles which is hard to say for some probably uh between larry and i over 50 50 000 isn't that crazy it's a lot of people's lives we've touched yes and we enjoy we've enjoyed the journey well it shows it shows and i have to say i having gone to a couple of different offices i think i've been in every office that you have that to start with makes a big difference because they're beautiful, they're comfortable, they're fun. There's a, I, I said this on social media at, at your office, which now I'm doing my Invisalign there. Right. We're going to talk about that. What a vibe! Just fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just seems like everybody there enjoys what they do. Yes, we all love what we do. Absolutely. The average um, staff member has been with me over 12 years. Wow. So we've kind of had a journey and. You know, we've we've had children ourselves and each one of my staff members had, you know, had a family and we've watched them grow up. And actually right now um, at lunchtime while I'm over here at the office, um, one of my um, staff members were having a baby shower for her. Oh, so you're missing the baby shower. shower. (laughs) Well, thank you for doing that for us. And please wish her well. Um, Yeah, it's obvious that that you love what you're doing. This month I mentioned, and we're going to talk about you in the community as well, because you are pretty involved in the community and do a lot. And I want to get to that. But I want to start out um, to give moms information. This, to me, is uh, so important because I think a lot of parents are not sure when all of this should begin, when it should start, what types of things they should be worried about. Um, When do we start this process? Well, as far as visiting a dentist, um, the American Association of Pediatric 
uh, dentistry would recommend about age two that the young young toddler should visit a, a, a dentist or a pediatric dentist just for an overall evaluation. And young children are so impressionable and they get comfortable with coming, sitting on mom or dad's lap and having their teeth looked at because with um, nutritional health being so important, um, sometimes uh, you can give even guidance for the young people in pediatric dentistry or pediatric medicine. And then as far as the um, patients of, of age, closer to age seven, eight, we usually recommend age seven or eight by the American Association of Orthodontists for the first visit and evaluation by an orthodontist. And the purpose of that is patients are, are very impressionable at that age, uh, just to familiarize them with the office. And they may have some kind of need that we may need to treat at an early age with a, a, a slight little habit appliance or possibly an arch developer that may avoid extractions at a later age. There's so much more we can do now with today's technology. Wow. And it used to be in the, in the back yeah, in the day that they would wait until age 13 or 14. And some, um, in some cases, there's some um, practices that still uh, treat that way, but we recommend age seven or eight just to possibly initiate treatment to avoid extractions at a later age or avoid major treatment at a later age. But what we have found that only 25 to 30% of the patients that we have come in the office do we actually commence treatment at that young age. Um, so we'll just get familiar with the patient and help guide them and help educate them on what you know, good dental health is. And if they do need treatment, start treatment closer to age 10. Uh, but there is a third of the patients that we do see that early treatment is recommended. And by doing the early treatment, sometimes it could avoid uh, treatment later in life. So everybody that gets early treatment or a phase one early interceptive treatment doesn't necessarily need future second phase of treatment. Mm -hmm. Well, I've done this for 27 years, treated personally over 25,000 patients. And all of my stats show that about a third of the patients that I treat at a young age don't need any other treatment. Wow. A third of them uh, may need a more elective type of treatment. And that's where we're doing a lot of teen Invisalign. Mm -hmm. And a third of them we pretty much know... Um, Unfortunately, they might have SpongeBob teeth and they may need um, some additional treatment later just to correlate the arches and make additional room later in life without extraction or surgical treatment. So it's, it's a lot we have to offer. Um, and it's just, it's just modern medicine, modern dentistry. And, and only an orthodontist can do that. Um, orthodontics is, is basically an additional specialty beyond general dentistry. And mm -hmm. we have the tools to do that. We have the knowledge um, an additional three and a half years of study, as well as, as doing this for 20 plus years and um, having a staff that's totally uh, committed to orthodontics only. And, and that's the best place for a young patient or a, 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 an orthodontic patient is to be in a specialist office. I will say from experience, um, just the knowing, because you mentioned you know, so many parents have some sort of, okay, is that down the road going to be something we're dealing with? Um, just to go and know, is it time now uh, uh, or it's going to be probably closer to this age? I was amazed um, with uh, an x-ray that was done to my daughter's hand, how precise it was. Because Dr. Hutta said, okay, she's getting ready for a growth spurt. I would say within, and, and I don't know what he said, like two months. And I thought, oh, well, no. And I look at what happened, I look at pictures of her when we met, and then I look at pictures of her shortly after that, and mm. 
boom, it happened, and right. it was right on, mm-hmm. and I had no idea that was something that was even available. <laughs> yes, part of what we really want to evaluate, and, and a big part of our study as orthodontists is um, growth and development, because there are certain modes of treatment and certain problems that you have to catch during a growth spurt or prior to a growth spurt, or you want to wait until after a growth spurt. So we do, in our practices, we do take hand-wrist x-rays just to correlate as a general screening tool, not to tell the patient how tall they're going to be, but really just to let us know that what the best timing of treatment is, because certain treatments are better to be treated before a growth spurt, during a growth spurt, or after a growth spurt. So with our dental knowledge and experience, um, we will um, initiate that treatment accordingly. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I just have been amazed just by that one aspect of it, not to mention the rest of the process, which is right. I've been Correct. amazing. I I love uh, at your offices, the kids and the adults. Everybody they can kind of check themselves in. They're mm-hmm. kind of responsible. Right. I go in, and my daughter. I'm just there in the background. She's taking care of everything and mm-hmm. very active in what's happening. Right. Right. Um, and the offices, I mean, I just read a study. We were just talking about this. The average person says the perfect amount of free time is two and a half hours a day. Mm-hmm. No parent gets that. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, going to the appointments is kind of like a little free time. <laughs> right. You go, exactly. you get a little cup of tea or hot chocolate uh-huh. or coffee and you sit back and you just uh-huh. relax. And it's a time where you don't have to worry. And yet mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. Right. We, we want to make sure that the young people, young, our, our young patients feel, feel responsible and, and take ownership in this. This is not like, you know, we want the, don't want the burden to fall on the parents. We want to make sure that the children understand or teens understand that this is something that is being offered from their parents. It's a luxury. I mean, it really is. It's, it's, a, it's a big commitment, time, mm-hmm. and expense. So we do make the patients, young people, teens, whatever age they might be, feel like they have some ownership of this and make sure they understand the importance of it. But we don't want this to be a burden or a hardship for the family in any way. Um, we say, hey, you take care of your homework, help, help have, have mom help <laughs> with the homework, and we'll take care of this burden and we'll, we'll help counsel them. We make encourage them. We have games and contests. We do everything we can to make the young people feel empowered and that goes a long way in, in, in the youth today. They want, to feel, they want to feel like their voice matters, and we do allow them to voice their opinions. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a parent, and my daughter knows exactly what she needs to do, which Correct. I appreciate because there are some things a parent can say and do mm-hmm. and maybe nag a little bit, but when they mm-hmm. have ownership of that, she knows what she Correct. needs to do. At night, she knows, you know, oh, ta- this is a rubber band time. Right. She knows exactly right. What she's doing, she comes out of there mm-hmm. ready to go. Yeah, and we, we you know, every patient um, and their parent, they understand ex- everybody's responsibility. Some pa- parents do prefer to come back and, and watch the appointments, and we interact with them, and some parents prefer to sit and wait in the waiting room. But we uh, counsel every parent, make sure they know what we did and why we did it and what the responsibilities are. Uh, so we, we customize whatever family chooses to do um, at their appointments. That's great. I remember when I had braces, it, just, it almost just felt like homework. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I got to go. I dreaded going to the appointments. I dreaded having to do all the, you know, the rubber bands and all that. It felt like 
it was like, like schoolwork or something. So right. it's kind of cool to hear you, you, you empower the kids and make it right. you do explain empower why they're them. doing it. And, and with, um, you know, the selfies and all the, mm-hmm. all the social <laughs> yeah. media, I mean, kids want to, they, they want to look their best. And, right. and I, uh, now more than ever in my lifetime, I, I, I see this and, you know, it, Teenage boys do take showers now. I'm back in my day. A lot of times they didn't even take showers. So uh, that there is one positive out of some of the social pressures. But we want to make sure they they are empowered and they feel they feel the responsibility and and not a burden. And we have a uh, one of our mom cast moms with us, Angela. Um, and I know she and Greg both some questions because they've got younger ones than I do. Yeah, I um, just talking to some of your staff already and knowing you guys so well. So I have twins, moms of multiples. That's M O M, moms of multiples. Um, so I have twins that are almost six. So tell me, because I've heard kind of seven is kind of maybe the age to. Yes, the uh, American Association of Orthodontists recommends age seven, uh, the earliest to have an orthodontic evaluation. Okay. And the purpose of that is. You know, it's good to be familiar with a dentist or an orthodontist around that age for treating a person's malocclusion. But we can do a lot more at a younger age. If a patient has a thumb habit or a tongue thrust, we might want to evaluate that first before even actually doing any braces, and that could alleviate a major problem later. doesn't mean any orthodontics would, would take place at that age, but at least we'll have an understanding of what's, what the best timing would be for the individual patient. Um, we do do a lot of um, early treatment when indicated. If a patient has severe crowding, seven, eight, nine is our wheelhouse age. We may do arch development at that age. But we do see that only about 25 to 30% of the patients of that age group do we actually do treatment on. We may just do habit counseling um, or just an evaluation for a patient's um, orthodontic needs and, and postpone it until closer to maybe double-digit age, okay. closer to age 10, 10 and a half, 11, before we'd actually do um, a lot of the orthodontic care. Okay. And it probably gets them comfortable too, because at that age, you know, dentist and everything's Correct. scary to them. So. Correct. So yeah, we, we have a special program that we use just to familiarize the patient with, you know, what they might be seeing some of their friends going through, or, you know, there's a lot of uh, falsehoods out there amongst young people saying certain doctors do certain things where mm-hmm. we make sure we, we come make them comfortable so they understand that you know we're all there to take care of them and make sure they're comfortable through their their treatment okay great and you did mention so i have a younger daughter that just turned two she still uses a pacifier (laughs) so that made me think of that when you said thumb sucking and stuff so is that bad Uh i know i know no angela i have a a thumb sucker (laughs) yeah so tell me a little bit about that with the younger one you know the younger ones pacifiers are are fine when 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 the um when you get closer to four or five, the good thing about pacifiers versus thumbs is you can take the pacifier yeah. away at proper times. But you, you, it's it is a comforting um, a tool for a young person to have. Yeah. Especially so I don't when get, they don't sleep. Correct. I know. Give Correct. Them the Correct. Them. Honestly, she doesn't use. She only uses this during nap time and sleeping, and we do use it as a crutch. But we're. We keep so she just turned two and that was like our cutoff and now like well next in the next month we'll get rid of it. But. That is that is perfectly fine. I, I don't get overly excited about that until closer to preschool age. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say Liv kept hers till almost three. Okay. Um, and we were the same only at night, mm-hmm. only to sleep. Yes, just and, at night. And what we did was we just came up with an incentive, mm-hmm. and it was right around Christmas. Yeah. And we said if she left 
her pacify if she decided to give up her bank mm-hmm. um santa <laughs> would bring her something yeah and so and it it went perfectly i mean she right. got a little teary-eyed but then she had a little some sort of pillow or something that she took to bed yeah. that she got from Santa. And that's comfort. Okay. And you said, yeah. Greg, you said a thumb sucker. Uh, well, our, our Davis, my oldest, uh, the pacifier fairy came, oh, pacifier yeah. fairy yeah. came yeah. and gave him a toy. <laughs> but yeah, my youngest is a thumb sucker and she's four. So it's right at right. that window and I'm already seeing her teeth kind of start to get a little, you know, a little pointy. Yeah, yeah that, that that's, that's the age where you want to just start some counseling with them. And rewards work great, as mm-hmm. we know, in a distraction appliance such as you know um also works okay it's nice that he calls it a distraction and not a bribe uh, or a gift (laughs) because we're all bribing our kids yes takes the mom guilt away a little bit (laughs) he does that's very nice of him we appreciate that no mom guilt here (laughs) exactly well then what kind of like a counseling uh just just something to get her off off of doing it i mean anything that works really is that Anything that works, whatever yeah. your family choice is. I mean, you could talk to your pediatricians too. They they obviously can help um, counsel you also. But it depends on the level of anxiety the patient has. Of course, sure. we don't want to create more anxiety. So um, make make sure they understand. Uh, I, I believe it or not, a two and three year old are, are more understanding on what's good and bad than you realize. So um, give them the confidence to make the decision on their own, but we kind of encourage them by preschool age to stop the binkies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And for both of them uh, that obviously will need to set up an appointment, do you suggest going through a dentist first or can they actually contact you and specifically do an appointment for No, probably half the patients we see come directly okay. from just the uh, just their knowledge, general knowledge in the, in the, in the public resource um, that, that American Association of Orthodontists, like I said, recommends age seven, doesn't mean treatment's going to commence. It just mm-hmm. means it's good to familiarize the patients with what services may come in the future and makes them more comfortable and not having to worry about that they're the only ones because they'll come into an office and see a lot of their classmates, schoolmates, and they'll find out what a fun place it really is. And if they do happen to be part of that 25 to 30% needing treatment, they'll realize that, hey, I'm just you know part of the part of the smile club here it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not a deterrent for them to worry about it they uh, actually realize it's it's actually fun and exciting i want to get to invisalign in just a minute because you know and i thank you um that i was a tad nervous about that but i want to talk about some of the kids because there are kids that um have issues that maybe are more than just being nervous there are some kids that have special needs and i know you guys really are, are good about that. You are ready and prepared for some kids that might need a little extra attention. Yes, yes. We you, we want to make sure, you know, all patients have access to care. And with today's technology, a patient may have some anxiety associated with, you know, doctors or dentists or even um, somebody working on their mouth. And with today's technologies, we were able to scan the smile and prepare appliances without doing a whole lot in the mouth or prepare for the patient before the appointment. And we don't need to sedate patients to do what we do. We don't need to tranquilize them. We never, I've never done that in 27 years of practice. We just counsel them, make, like I said, empower the young people. Um, if they have an allergy, Invisalign is a great option. We do a lot of Invisalign teen. We do more Invisalign teen than anybody else in central Ohio, as well as Invisalign. 
Um, but with our technology and our 3D printer, we're able to, instead of put those impression materials in the mouth, we're able to scan virtually the smile and prepare the appliances and slowly educate the patient on, you know, what we're doing and how we're doing it. And some patients have gag reflexes and they get nervous with people working in their mouth. So it limits the time that we actually have to be working on the patient um, to prepare the appliance and we can prepare it from our 3D imaging. I have to say, as someone who has gone through that process, that is amazing. I mean, I yeah, was life changing. Uh, you mentioned all those things for kids <laughs> that keep them from right. getting nervous. I right. appreciated them as a very nervous Nelly adult who had put this off for a long time, and and now nine, ten weeks in, I kick myself as to what was I even nervous about because it is been it has been. People ask me all the time, they stop me because they know I have it or I talk about it on the radio and they don't always believe it because they can't hear right. that I have it She's on. She's a radio host right. and she wears it. I can attest to this. She wears this right. every morning and you can't hear it. You cannot hear it. You cannot yes. tell. And someone here, when I said you were coming in, they said, let me see. You don't have it on now, right? Yes, I do. And I mm -hmm. thought, why? What was I nervous yes. about? And I think, like anything, when you don't know, but I want to talk about that and, and move into Invisalign now, because that same technology is what you used. And when I came to talk with you, mm -hmm. I was going, I, I think I said, I want you to know why I can't do this. Right, right. <laughs> so, yes. and here I am with the Invisalign in my mouth now, 10 weeks later, after telling him mm -hmm. I wasn't going to do it. Right. So, and, you and, worked your, mm -hmm. your magic, your relaxation. I, I felt not threatened at all well we all whether we want to admit it or not have anxieties about certain areas or aspects of our life whether it be healthcare, whether it be sure. crowded stadiums or sure. going in front of a, a camera or a microphone <laughs> like <laughs> myself here but um yes so with the new technologies it allows us to uh perform treatment without uh, without causing the patient anxiety i mean it's really life-changing it opens up a whole spectrum of patient care that wasn't available even 10 years ago. I mean, the a digital age of braces and Invisalign is here. And Invisalign and braces are just a tool. Um, you know, uh, it's, a, it's something we use uh, to straighten teeth, but really it's the approach that may be different that we use mm -hmm. versus some, some um, other offices. So we want to make sure that patients understand they are in control we're here for them. And with the latest technology that we offer, we're able to perform a task that wasn't able to be done even five or seven years ago. Well, I, like I said, almost 10 weeks in, I have noticed a good deal of change. I, I can see a difference already, and I know there's more to come. But, but let's talk about the idea that you need to be sure to go, Dr. James T. Hutta is a professional and has walked me through the process and many people. Why the importance of going through an expert in this procedure? Well, having treated over 27,000 uh, patients in my, you know, my career and Invisalign, um, we are the number one Invisalign provider in central Ohio and one of the top 1% in the, in the country. Uh, and there's a reason for that. I'm, we are committed to uh, utmost care of every patient and making sure that they understand that, you know, 
we do care about the patient first, and ultimately the outcome is our primary concern. Getting to that outcome, we'll decide with the patient's, you know, um, with the patient's advice on making the final decision of what's best for them. Sometimes patients will decide to do braces instead, and and we do have digital braces too, mm. which is a, a technology that's new in the last five years also, which are customized brace systems that allow us to treat patients in probably a 50% decrease in time with wow. normal. So there are cases that we may not do Invisalign, we may do braces because it's better for that patient's lifestyle. Or the patient's severity of case may need us to do a hybrid, which we call some braces, some Invisalign. Uh, so we're able to offer way more treatment than we were ever able to before because of the digital age. But like I said, it's a tool. It's it's our experience and our expertise. So we advise and you decide, but we will obviously make it, you know, the patient's comfort and understanding that we don't um, we don't make that decision for the patient. We help advise them, but they're in total control. Is there an age limit? I'm I, I no. think on, on <laughs> Invisalign because no. I there are people older than me that are doing Invisalign, but I is there any a time where you say, well, there's no purpose in doing Invis Invisalign? Well, no. I mean, with life expectancy being you know increasing in the United States, we obviously. We've had patients come in in their 70s, believe it or not, and um, and we'll obviously medically need to clear them. Mm -hmm. Bone density is very important in general health. Um, um, we want to make sure that their physician or osteopathic medicine is uh, is consulted, making sure they don't have any bone density issues because it is dependent on the patient's ability to, uh, to heal. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have to check factors associated with that but telling you i've i've seen patients in their 60s and 70s that were healthier than 20 years ago some of the 40 sure. and 50 year old patients i had so and people are more concerned about their general health the older we get the more important it is to keep our teeth because nutri nutritional health is dependent on a good smile not just aesthetically but functionally and keeping our teeth longer has been proven um, to increase the longevity of one's life. Yeah, so it's not just about aesthetics. I mean, no. these days, I think more of us obviously want to look better, but we are living longer. We want to also be healthy right. <laughs> while we're here. Right. So, right. And I know dental health goes a long way in our general health, more right. than I think some people realize. Right, because uh, digestion starts with chewing, and people say, well, why does my, you know, why, why, do, we, why do I need treated? Well, if you if you don't have your if you don't have a good bite you can't chew up your food and if you don't chew it up properly it does affect one's digestive tract system especially if you're older when you when you lose your natural teeth um, and you start dealing with dentures the best set of dentures is only fifty percent as good as even bad teeth in a mouth so yeah. we want to preserve natural dentition it's healthier um, so we we will do treatment on patients of of a geriatric age, um, but it, it, it has to be totally consulted with their primary care docs before we would proceed. But it's amazing. Um, just one woman came in and, and she was just retired after 50 years of educating our young people in Columbus City Schools, an amazing woman. And um, she wanted to do this for herself. And 
she acted and looked like she was 55 years old and it was amazing. She's under our care now and she's enjoying it. And it was just nice for me to offer our services for her. And it's, it's something that she always wanted to do. And we are under her, you know, taking care of her right mm-hmm. now. She's under our care. Well, I think that's awesome. And, and let's talk about that. Cause I know I knew you, your name before I had a daughter (laughs) before any of that. Um, You are very involved in the community. Correct. Why do you find that to be important? What, what is, I mean, you, you are truly above and beyond involved in the community. Well, my, my brother and I, um, and we have two older sisters our father was a school teacher and he always emphasized that, you know, if you could do anything for your community, um, the schools are, are, you know, a viable, great place to give back. And when I first came to Columbus, same as my brother, back to Columbus after residency, um, you know, got involved with um, my local church school and coach baseball, softball, athletic director, did all this even before I had children. And then it got involved, went into the, the um, a lot of the elementary schools and and would educate the young people on nutritional health and dental health because that's what February is. So we still continue to do that. We, we've Every year we go into probably 30 or 40 different schools um, and they educate the young, uh, usually first, second, and third grade. Um, they do have, I think the state has a, a dental, uh, the teachers love us because they, they do have a dental check mark for dental health that they have to check off for, <laughs> for, for the year. Yeah. So we help uh, between myself, my brother, and our, our staff, our, our hygienists and other uh, team members um, go in and, and educate these young, young people. But it just was important. Um, my father always emphasized us giving back to the community, whether it be a, a church or a school or, um, you know, somebody in need. And we enjoy what we do. And you know, we obviously um, um, want to continue to do that. I, I'm I'm very much on social media, and I see a lot of of people online using what I guess appliances. We'll put it that way. That and I have my Invisalign, and I see that. Let's talk about that because I worry that would make me nervous to just do something online and not have a have you involved <laughs> you know yeah. well medicine it's really <laughs> the reason why medicine exists is to help the general public i mean whether it be you know dentists uh medical doctors orthopedic doctors you you, you need a medical professional to first of all diagnose your problem to ensure that what treatment is recommended um, is going to help the outcome be sure. the best it could be. Sure. So there's, there are plenty of professionals available to diagnose the problem and ensure that there's no presence of disease that's underlying. If you try to treat something yourself without knowing that there's things are healthy or this outcome is going to be what the patient's um, expectations are. Uh, you know, it, it could cause damage. It could cause problems. Well, so, I would think there'd be some serious problems that could Yes, come up. there have been. And, and it, it's really important that, that everybody understands that um, medicine is supposed to be delivered by a trained professional, uh, not themselves, or, or not 
not an online doctor. I mean, that's the that's that's what that's what is is supposed to be done. I mean, you 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 can't really accurately diagnose yourself without having the knowledge or the ability or the understanding or an X-ray to see what's underlying to uh, whether it be an an orthopedic problem with a sprained knee or ankle or whether it be a malocclusion that somebody's seeking to be fixed or an improved smile. And somebody could waste a lot of time, effort, and money thinking they're doing good for themselves or their children when in turn they're actually not. They could be doing harm. Mm -hmm. So it's very important that everybody understands that you may it, it may cost you more in the long run um, oh, without yeah. seeking dental uh, dental professional or especially an orthodontic professional. Yeah, it, there are certain things you just I, that makes me nervous. I yeah, will, be, I that will may, say that may even say no no treatment is indicated. Wow, because okay. because there are underlying problems that shouldn't be treated for one reason or another. Right, right. Well, um, I want to mention too uh, before we let you go. Um, we did a video so you could see my Invisalign because I want people to see it if they don't know. It's it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to open the box and show you. Now, obviously, it's, it's a little bit past the fact, but I saved pretty much all my stuff. Oh, so awesome. um, that way you can see it and see how this comes. And also, it it will look easy, but there's more to it than that. And I, and I do want people to know that because it looks like, oh, you know, I just got this in the mail. No. <laughs> No. That's not how it happened. No, um, there's more to it. Um, Dr. Hutta, thank you for being here. Thank you not Thanks. only for helping me, but I know you help many, many people um, that we probably don't know about in Central mm. Ohio, as well as all the, the roster of patients that you have. I know you do a lot in the community. So I appreciate you thank being you. here and, and sharing your time with us. I know you're busy, so we want to get you on your way. But thank you. HuttaFamilyOrtho.com. Is that the best place? Where else would you like them to go? Is that good? Yes. Love that smile dot net. Okay. Um, oh, Facebook. You have a great Facebook, Facebook page. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah Facebook. Tech, check out our dancing skills. With, <laughs> you uh, guys are or, good. Or a JT concert <laughs> coming up. Yeah. <laughs> that if you're looking for a fun office, if you check out Facebook, you will you will love that. And it's Dr. James T. Hada. You need to look for that on Facebook. Um, and then HuttaFamilyOrtho.com, if you have an evening where you've got a little free time, you can go there. That's a great site, and you can look at pretty much everything that you need. You can find phone numbers, um, more information, all of that, uh, all in one place. But definitely check out the Facebook as well. And check out our MomCast Facebook page, um, because that's where we're going to put our video up. And one thing we're going to be offering here soon is, is virtual consults, actually, for a, oh, wow. maybe a family member that maybe can't. Um, for some reason, make it. Uh, we just are starting that here oh, in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. So by the uh, by the middle of March, we'll be doing wow. that. So virtual consults, just rather than taking, you know, somebody's time away, um, just for for basic questions and understanding: Am I a candidate for this? Am I a candidate? Yeah. So we that would be available for us to see if it it was necessary for future uh, diagnosis. Wow. So watch for that as well. That's incredible. Dr. Hada, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Stacy. Thanks for joining us for another MomCast. We appreciate you. If you are getting cabin fever at your house, take heart. Spring is just around the corner. In fact, coming up this weekend, we uh, get to spring ahead. 
I'm excited about that. So obviously it, it wreaks a little havoc and at home with the kiddos, but it does mean spring is just around the corner. Visit us on Facebook. Um, take part in what we've got going on there. We try to post some stuff throughout the week um, that you can look at and you can use, information you can use. And if you get a chance, make sure um, you give us a review. It just helps more people know about MomCast. Have a great week.